Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Cork Today on C103. Email Patricia now with your story or comment. Cork today at c103.ie. On this day in 1968, Aer Lingus Flight 712 departed from Cork Airport heading to London Heathrow. Sadly, the flight didn't make it and crashed near Tusker Rock off the Wexford coast, leaving 61 people dead. 55 years later, mystery still surrounds what happened to that Viscount plane. Jerome McCormack from Cove joins me on this anniversary to remember his brother Neil, who was one of who was the very last to board the plane uh, that day. Uh, good morning to you, Jerome. Good morning, Patricia. How are you? I'm I'm very well, and and you're very welcome uh, to the program. Thank you for that nice introduction there. Well, and, and I'm very conscious of the day that's yeah. in it, and you know, even looking at the clock, thinking all you yeah. know, sixty one passengers uh, and the crew yes. would have been at the airport this day uh, exactly at this time, time yeah. uh, fifty five years ago. I suppose talk to me firstly about Neil and why he was at the airport well, and why he was on that flight. Yeah, he he was thirty five. Uh, he had been working in Glenmore in County Cork, you know, Glenworth. I do. He worked for Quinlan's there in the mills. He was the mill manager for a couple of years, you know, and uh, he was going uh, off to um, to Switzerland to a job interview. So he was travelling through London, you know. So a lot of exci- a lot of excitement for him heading off on this almost a big oh, adventure. <laughs> you know, he was a, he was uh, he was employed at an earlier stage before Quinlan's in 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 um, in in uh, in North Cork, he was uh, he was an international textile consultant with Werners of New York, and he was well 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 versed in all that business. And you know, as so, a family, when and how did you hear about the crash? Well, we were sitting down having our lunch, uh, Patricia, on on the Sunday. I think it was around one o'clock. I think, and it could have been David Timlin or one of the well-known um, radio uh, news presenters uh, came on, gave the usual news. Uh, my mother was sitting there at the table. I was there myself. I was 20 years of age. And the next thing, there was a uh, late news uh, section came on and said that the uh, Flight 712 from London was delayed. 
and uh, then that that was okay and uh, we we heard then shortly very shortly afterwards there was another late piece of news which said that uh, the gave the um, the last message from it which was spinning rapidly yes 15,000 feet or and 10,000 they weren't absolutely sure you know and then you just had to wait for confirmation was we had to wait I, I had to phone uh, we had to phone then uh, the airport and I said was was Neil McCormick on the flight and she said yes you know so there were 61 very sad people yeah. uh, who, who had to go through yeah. that crash but 61 lots of relatives friends you know had to endure a horrific time and out All of that. out of the 61 Jerome only 14 bodies were recovered. That is correct. That's correct. Yeah, and one of those bodies was unidentified. You see, um, I won't go into the details, okay. but uh, it, it couldn't be identified at the time. And um, I, I had a feeling, well, could, who could it be? You see, and and uh, I, I got a lot of cooperation from the county council, guards, engineering people. Everyone came in on this one, and we had that body exhumed, and it was brought to uh, England to have. Um, um, a, a, a DNA profile carried out on it, you know, but uh, the the DNA wasn't sufficiently um, advanced enough at that time, and uh, that was around the year 2000. And um, it wasn't until 16 years later that uh, it began to become clear that it could now be uh, processed for a DNA um, profile, you know, and then that would be the first step in in identifying that body. Because so do, do, do I take it that Neil wasn't one of the bodies found? Well, no, strangely enough, I, I, uh, the, the laboratory and the, the investigators asked me to be the first <laughs> to, to, to give my profile, you see. So which, well, if I gave my profile and then it would be matched with the other one, yeah. with the one from the, um, the remains. And if it matched them, it would have been it would have been Neil, you see. But it wasn't. It no. wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. Him. And they asked me, was I... Um, was I disappointed? Well, I said I'm not really. I'm, I'm not disappointed because, you know, basically, when one uh, family is taken out of the reckoning, well, that it means uh, um, the uh, chances are uh, greater for the others to become, you know, involved. And all of the Irish uh, relatives, uh, who could possibly have been like a, a fully grown male, was the body, and it could have been uh, any of 32 different families. And, they yeah, were and, all, and all, I, 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 that must even make it harder, um, Jerome, that uh, you, yeah, that well, you look, don't I mean, have a say, grave. Patricia, the people are dead and gone and like, you know, we, we, we can't be grieving forever and ever and ever, you know what I mean? And we, we are, I, I, I want to, we, we want to move on, I suppose, but at the same time, we want to move on from truth, you know. That's okay, really just, just to yeah. fill listeners in, to date, what yeah. explanation has been given for the crash? Well, there was, uh, in 1970, you had the official report done by Mr. O'Sullivan. He was the chief guy in charge of the AAIU at the time, Air Accident Investigation Unit in Dublin. And I think he, he did a very thorough thorough search. And uh, um, in, in, in due to aggravation, then in, in uh, the year 2000, there was a, a report done by um, Mary O'Rourke was involved in that and the British ambassador, and uh, they did a review, which was a civil service type review, which had no outside influence whatsoever. Then uh, two years later, there was um, three guys came in who were, two of them were French and one of them was Australian, and they came in and did a study 
Now, the, the first one was a report which was pretty factual because it was right on the spot and was there at the moment of the almost the day of the crash. They were there in, involved. Uh, the review was done. It was a kind of a civil service review done, you know, years and years and years later, sort of uh, paperwork stuff. And then you had um, the study, which was a huge, expensive study done by the Irish government mm. to see if they could find out what went wrong. And they came up with some unusual scenarios, uh, one of them including that a goose had flown up from Wexford and uh, found the plane at 17,000 feet and, and killed everybody on board. A bur- what, we know, yeah, one... what we know is a bird strike. It come bird strike, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, no evidence of that whatsoever. Yeah, you know, no, no bone or blood or. And then this, this, this ongoing story of a, a sighting of a second plane. Yes, there is because there's a um, there's um, living evidence of that. You know, from people who there was it was eyewitness. Yeah, there was there was eyewitnesses. Yes, yeah, and they're still there. Yeah, but that's been denied. Uh, it hasn't been denied. Has no, it not? It has not been denied, but it has been brushed aside in a sense, you know. But it's still there. It hasn't gone away. Yeah. You know? And uh, what, what, do, what do you believe happened? Well, I, I mean, I, I, uh, I, I think the, everyone knows what probably what, you know, down to a very narrow uh, viewpoint. That everyone can kind of uh, have a good guess now without going into realms of theory or anything yeah. like that. They have, can have a good educated guess, you know, but you see, you can't, you can't pin it down to the final, you know, the final total answer because it's, it's secretive, you know, and then it's, it's, there's military secrecy there and uh, you can't get inside that. Yeah, yeah. And the plane you know? itself, the t- I mean, there had been, I, and I, I didn't realise this until I was doing some research on it yesterday, there had yeah. been two other plane crashes of there was the one, same... one one of them was uh in near near the airport in dublin and was a, a three man they were uh they were just doing a training flight yeah you know for young pilots the, yeah two young pilots yeah. and you know they were young inexperienced they were only being taken out by an experienced pilot and um the conclusion that they came to know they did they, they won't have conclusive proof on it but the conclusion that they more or less came to was that that pilot had um uh, health problem, you know, and that it could have interfered with the, the you know, the monitoring of the plane or the the the, uh, the training flight. It could have interfered with the okay. with the running of the plane, you know. Yeah, yeah, and the uh, but the the, the 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 those Viscount planes they were withdrawn then, weren't they? They were not. No, they were never withdrawn. That's the funny thing about oh, it. Or were they um, not? Okay, they were not withdrawn because. Um, the Viscount was, was uh, there was 444 of them built and they were reckoned uh, by lots of pilots, you know. Pilots have opinions about planes and they they were very, very pleased with the with the Viscount and it was a very popular plane. It was, it was an English-built plane, but it was um, it was in lots and lots and lots of airlines all over the world, you know. And um, okay. it, it had been, that plane had been with... Um, KLM for eight years and Aer Lingus bought it from them amongst several others and the first thing they did was to have that plane totally checked out at um, in Scotland Airwork in Scotland did a huge 
uh, check up on the plane before yeah, they bought so te- it. You know, te- the, technically it was it was it was yes, okay. Yeah, yes, there was yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. And are you in contact with other relatives of people who lost? Well, I would ones? be. Yeah. yeah, I would of course. Yeah, I would be. But it's a sad contact, I suppose. I know, you know, in I many know. Ways, because, like, um, it's a. Uh, it's secrecy and, you know, there, there things can come out, you know, uh, the truth is there, you see, the truth, the truth can't be altered. Whatever the truth was, like, I, I'll accept the truth, you know what I mean, whatever, but it can't be altered. You can't come up with things like geese and things like that uh, and without evidence and, and say that's what happened, you know. Uh, and and in order and, to get and and I know you're you're saying you know you, you all have to move on and I mean obviously fifty five yeah. years later you have all yeah. tried to live 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 your lives yeah. and and moved well, on. We remember them. Yeah, yeah. but you, they, 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 they absolutely will never be uh, forgotten. But to finally get closure, what you need is the truth. Yeah. I mean that's what you're saying. Well, yeah, um, I suppose yes, and then we can you know we can uh, you know move on then you know properly like you know but they were not withdrawn uh, and and mr darren he was the headman in erlingus the following morning on monday the 25th of march 1968 he stated and it's it's on record and it's printed that there was nothing wrong with the viscount planes which okay. there wasn't really because i had flown on the very same plane three weeks beforehand from london to cork it was my first flight ever and i flew on that flight from 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 london heathrow oh, to, to um to Cork and I, I was so amazed with my first flight kind of thing that I, 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 I spent a, a good 10 minutes looking at every single bit of the plane walking around it like I mean you couldn't do it now I'd say yeah, but that chance, time yeah, there was less yeah. security you know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I walked around I looked around and I came around then to the, the cockpit uh, part and I looked up at it and I saw St. Phelan and it was written in the old style Irish P-H-F-E-I-D-L-I-M yeah. that was written on the side of it I'm sure I didn't know anything about St. Phelan or anything at that stage, you know, but it was my first flight, just totally uneventful, and we it was a lovely flight uh, from from Heathrow, and uh, and that's, it is only and that's what full, what, you know? what should have happened again on this day, uh, fifty five uh, years ago. Do you still think it's not too late to to hold some kind of a, an oral hearing, a full inquiry? Well, I I absolutely hundred percent agree that uh, it's the biggest loss of life in this country. It's the biggest loss of life. Uh, Whitty was an awful disaster, but it was 51 people. This is 61. Yeah. And um, I did see um, in in my research uh, a letter written by, I won't mention any names now, but someone very high up in, in government and um, a very short letter to say that uh, public inquiry, of course, is inevitable. You know, but it never happened. Inevitable. Never happened. No. Okay. Whatever happened, this never happened anyway. Yeah. Well, listen, we remember all of uh, the thank 61 you. people and in particular your brother. Yeah, Liam. you're very kind. And, and I very, thank very you. Kind. I really do. I appreciate you taking time out to talk to us today. Well, I appreciate it so much, you know. And next Sunday now, on the 26th of March, there's a small remembrance at Shandon Church in Cork. We okay. just ring the bells. For 61 names, that's all. We ah, do, you that's know? nice. That's lovely. Nice. Listen, you look after yourself, Jeremy, and thanks for talking Thank you. to us. Good morning to you. Thank bye you. bye. Bye Cheers. bye. Jeremy McCormick there from uh, Cove, remembering his brother Neil and the other uh, 60 uh, people who died on this day 55 uh, years ago. May they all rest in peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.